Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast, Life's a Beach, a beach volleyball podcast. I'm your host, Alexia Inman. Hi, everyone. I'm so sorry that I have been gone so long. I had to take a mildly brief hiatus because I was enrolled in a summer school course for UC Berkeley, and that was actually my first summer school course I have ever taken. And they don't tell you how much work it is to do those because, I mean, I guess that makes sense because you're packing a semester's worth of stuff into six weeks. But the good news is it's done, got a requirement out of the way, and now I am back and I'm ready to talk about sports because there is a lot to talk about. First and foremost, however, obviously there's so much heaviness going on in the world right now. And it honestly seems like it's only getting heavier every single day. And it's kind of hard to be trapped in that mindset. And I know it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. But honestly, all I can say about that is just keep doing the next best thing and keep spreading positivity because only good can come from that. But sports... Oh, sports. Considering like live sports haven't like technically been a thing for like, what, four months now? There's so much happening in the world of sport currently, and it's like all over the map. You have athletes trying to balance creating social change and getting properly paid and starting their sport again. You have like the biggest sports contracts in the history of ever being signed. You have varsity sports being cut from top-tier athletically-centered colleges. And then you have dudes on barstool sports who are catching hard seltzers off of a bouncing basketball and considering it athleticism. So it's truly like the most eclectic moment in time for sports. But the biggest, most prominent sports news right now is that sports are coming back, you guys. I mean, unless you've been sleeping under a rock recently, which I mean, I couldn't really blame you for because that seems like an excellent place to hide from the craziness of the world. You know that the NBA and the MLB are starting in just like two weeks. And obviously sports are going to look different. Yes, there's going to be no fans. And that is really weird because fans are a major part of sports. Like the energy that fans create when they're coming to games and watching is one of the most exciting parts of being an athlete. I mean, just from like my point of view, like to me, there is no better adrenaline rush than when you're doing the thing that you love playing your sport. And there are people literally like clapping and cheering and saying, we enjoy watching you. Like, I don't know, maybe it's the words of affirmation love language in me, but that is the best feeling ever. (laughs) And yes, obviously it's risky. I mean, everything about coronavirus is risky. And I mean, no matter how cautious the reports are claiming that everyone's being, there is no certainty that every single person can comply with the standards that are set every single second of every single day. I mean, hopefully we can only hope that they are and they're staying safe and minding their P's and Q's so that everyone else can stay safe. And it looks like to me, everyone's wearing their masks and doing their social distance thing. So good on them. But there will be a rising number of cases with these athletes. But these people are willing to risk that so they can resume playing the activity that makes them feel most alive. And to that, I say, raise your glass and sit your ass down on the couch It's time for live sports again. And obviously, yes, um, it's going to be a different sort of environment as a fan right now. But just because it isn't up to social par to have tailgates and to dole out high fives after 
whammy home runs, it doesn't mean that we have to stop being obsessed with our teams like we used to be. I mean, I think one of the most amazing things about sports is how passionate it can make people about something. Like, sure, when I go to a game and I see people with their whole bodies painted the color of their team they're supporting while donning watermelons on their head, I'm kind of like, huh, that's odd. But then I step back and I'm like, there's literally no other entity on this earth that could drag out that kind of behavior from humans. It's in our human nature to want to have something to cheer on and be excited about. And having a team allows you to do that. Like whether it's a local community college basketball team or the Patriots dynasty who has just beaten everyone for the past 300 years at this point, um, identifying yourself with one team gives you access to a community of people with like-minded passions and you suddenly have hundreds of new friends to appreciate life with together. I mean, there's a hell of a lot as humans we don't agree upon. So to me, these fleeting moments of conjoyment during games are just so, so special. And honestly, in my opinion, the most interesting group of fans to observe is Los Angeles sports fans. And what makes LA sports really unique and different is the fact that the sports teams are such big brands. I mean, the Lakers and the Dodgers are probably two of the most well-known brands in all of sports, and their brand even precedes the world of sports. I mean, for example, like, on more than one occasion, I've seen someone wearing one of the classic L.A. Dodger hats. It's, you know, iconic. And I've been like, go Dodgers, because who wouldn't? L.A. sports. Um, and they just look at me confused, and I say, you know, like, go Dodgers, like, your hat, the Dodgers. And they're like, oh, I don't really like them. I just thought the logo was really cool. Like, they don't even know what they're wearing. That's how big the brand is. Like, the brand goes so beyond the world of sports, people don't even know what they're wearing. But LA sports teams are not just well-known and admired for their sick apparel. (laughs) They're also well-known and liked because, historically, they're pretty damn good. And when a team, and I mean any team, gets hot, there are bound to be people attracted to the team. And when I say bound to be attracted to the team, I mean that they have never once liked sports or that team. But all of a sudden, they are the number one Warriors fan in all of the world, and they love Steph Curry, yay. And no one, no one is better at being Fairweather fans than good old Los Angeles locals. Growing up an L.A. sports fan, I've noticed a pattern over the years that it's pretty much only acceptable to show support for L.A. sports teams when they're doing well or exciting to watch and it is best to shun them at every other moment. And I also know that I'm not the only one who's picked up on that because I've seen some absolutely fire memes about how crappy LA sports fans are. But even, I, I, you know what? I will admit it. I've also found myself tied to the bandwagon train. I mean, like when Lob City was in full swing, I was absolutely on the Clippers bandwagon. But as soon as LeBron hit the Lakers, I found myself swinging back to their side of the pendulum. I mean, also, I would, you know, like throw heat at Kershaw for having a meltdown in the World Series, just like the rest of us Fairweather fans and the Rams. Well, I I mean, I've always stuck with my sweet Rams, even when their number of turnovers surpassed their number of scored points in a game. Go Rams, baby. But honestly, I get why Los Angeles sports fans are like this. I've thought about it long and hard because it just really gets under my skin. But I actually see the reasoning for it in Los Angeles. I mean... We, as fans, are used to seeing greatness, and we expect that greatness in Los Angeles. And there is no shortage of it. I mean, they say Los Angeles is the city of stars, but I don't think that's just confined to the Hollywood side of the city. I think that really dips over into the world of athletics. 
I mean, let's just look at the players on the LA sports teams right now. You have the Showtime-esque Laker team headed by LeBron James and Anthony Davis. There's the Dodgers, who have one of the greatest pitchers in baseball history with Kershaw. And now not only the National League MVP with Cody Bellinger, but an American League MVP in Mookie Betts. The Clippers have Mr. Most Clutch Shot Ever Fun Guy with Kawhi and his partner in crime, Paul George. And the Rams have arguably the best defensive tackle in the league with Aaron Donald. And also, they may not traditionally be considered Los Angeles, but come on, the Angels have freaking Mike Trout, the goat of baseball. So it's super understandable why LA sports fans are such tough customers. We expect the best because we have the best. But in recent years, LA sports fans have had to deal with what feels like disappointment after disappointment. LA sports teams just keep coming so close to the taste of victory, but then it just slips away right at the last second. Cough, cough, <coughs> Super Bowl 53. <coughs> cough, cough, 2017 World Series. <coughs> cough, cough, that was the Astros' fault. <laughs> and while it's always fun to watch sports and cheer on your home team, sports are the most fun for everyone when the team is winning. I mean, winning equals sales, sales equals ads, and ads equals revenue. Revenue equals happy franchises, and happy franchises equal happy players, and happy players usually play better, which equals winning seasons, which equals happy fans. It's a giant kumbaya circle of fun. But people tend to get pissy when the circle of kumbaya is broken, and that is quite evident with the behavior of LA sports fans. At this point in the episode, you're probably thinking, Alexia, are you ever going to discuss beach volleyball on this beach volleyball podcast? Well, my friends, here is where that aspect ties in. And now you're probably going, how is this shit going to tie together fair weather LA sports fans and beach volleyball? And to that, I say this, I have a solution for all you fair weather LA sports fans. And the answer is beach volleyball. What is it that pains LA sports fans more than anything else? watching their beloved teams not match up to the expectation of success. Well, LA sports fans, how would you feel about a sport where a majority of the players hail from or live in the greater Los Angeles area and they're successful? Let me just break this down for you. If you listen to my first episode of the podcast, Welcome to the Beach Party, you might remember that the game of beach volleyball was born in Southern California and more specifically the beach cities of Los Angeles. So it's not surprising that the top U.S. players in the game have and continue to reside in these same beach cities. So if you're starting to connect the dots in your head here, you may see where I'm going with this. If you're not, let me just go ahead and spell it out for you. L.A. sports fans who are looking for the home team to always win, you need to start watching beach volleyball. (laughs) I can almost guarantee you that like 96% of the time, which is a number I completely just made up, In the final rounds of any AVP tournament, there will be a resident of Los Angeles in the mix. I even have the audacity to say there will consistently be a Los Angeles resident in the finals. Now, I don't want to just blow smoke up your butt without dropping some statistics on you. So let me just prove my point with some numbers. The top five teams from a tournament win percentage standpoint on the AVP tour last summer go as follows on the women's side. Number one, it was April Ross and Alex Kleinman then Melissa Humana Paredes and Sarah Pavin, Emily Day and Betsy Flint, Kelly Larson and Emily Stockman, and Carissa Cook and Jace Parden. 
Now I'd like to pause to give you a moment of silence to take a guesstimate as to how many of those 10 players are current residents of Los Angeles and the greater Los Angeles area. And here's your answer. All 10 of them. That's right. All 10 of these athletes are representatives of our great super region of Los Angeles, California. Want another mind-boggling stat? Every year since the 2004 Olympics, there's been a resident of Los Angeles on the podium for women's beach volleyball. And from 1996 to 2008, it was the same for the men's side. And I mean, yes, besting the entire rest of the NFL and winning the Lombardi Trophy is absolutely divine. Not much, honestly, tops beating the best athletes in the world as far as athletic achievement goes. So you're going to have to forgive me if I get slightly peeved when I hear Los Angeles sports fans claiming that LA sports never win anything. (laughs) And as you can infer from what I said before, not only do people who represent Los Angeles largely outnumber those who do not in beach volleyball, these people are the best of the best in the sport. I mean, it's like watching, I don't don't even know. Imagine if the Lakers was just only LeBron or if the Rams was just only Aaron Donald. I mean, that's what it's like. It's literally the top tier in the world of beach volleyball. These are the athletes that are playing and representing Los Angeles. And so I'm just curious, like, what, what more do you want? I mean, I understand that it's not a, it's not a traditional like team sport, but if LA fans are saying that sports in LA never win anything, I just feel like they're not expanding their minds enough. But luckily there's an opportunity to start expanding your mind very soon because the AVP is launching the Champions Cup, which is on July 18th, 19th, 25th, 26th, and August 1st and 2nd. And these top-tier athletes who, remember, live in Los Angeles are going to be playing. So guys, it's going to be a win for the home team no matter what. And yes, of course, When NBA starts again and MLB starts again, you know I'm going to be sitting on the couch yelling at LeBron to freaking dunk that ish. But also, I'm going to be watching the AVP because, I mean, who knows? We can only hope the Lakers are going to win. I mean, it's looking pretty good, but knock on wood. But watching the AVP, I mean, it's almost guaranteed that someone from Los Angeles is going to win. So if you really want your home team to win, I suggest you start tuning into that. The long story short is, LA sports fans, LA stays winning. It might not be in the sports you think that they stay winning in, but we stay winning, and beach volleyball proves that. So when that NBA and MLB start in a couple weeks, take some time to pull yourself away from that couch, and if, God forbid, one of our teams loses early, just remember that there is a group of athletes from Los Angeles who are going to win. So thank you so much for listening, everyone. I hope that this was at least a little bit entertaining for you and brought a smile to your face in these crazy times. And to all my LA sports fans and to all the sports fans just around the country, it's so exciting that sports are back. And I know that it's bringing me joy in these crazy times. And I hope it is for you too. So let's get excited and get ready to cheer on your home teams because there's always something to look forward to. And I hope you look forward to listening to me again next time because you will hear from me soon. Bye, everyone.